RadioInfluence.com. As America's zone coach, premier thought leader, and the world's number one coach of champions, Jim Fannin has guided the careers of the best pro athletes from 10 sports and business executives from 50 industries. He has coached individuals, families, relationships, students, and entire cities in simplifying and balancing their lives for more than 40 years. From winning Wimbledon, the World Series, and a gold medal to losing 68 pounds, saving lost marriages, or overcoming financial ruin, Jim Fannin has been behind the scenes guiding individuals through the intricate process of peak performance. His success tools are not just for the superstar. They're designed to help you reach your full potential as you tap into life's most successful mindset, the zone. Now, please welcome the coach of champions and America's zone coach, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jim Fannin Show. I'm Jim Fannin. Hey, my name's Seth, Jim Psychic and producer here on America's Most Positive Podcast, starting a brand new year. Happy New Year, Seth! Happy New Year! Woo! Happy New Year! So this is a different kind, different kind of episode, and maybe an episode that you're going to want to play, do the stuff, play it again, keep working on that blueprint, keep working on that exercises. We are going to switch the format up, and then we're going to be back to normal next week, but this is a special episode to get you going for this month and this year. Jim, what's on your mind? You know, Seth, the average person just walking around on this planet has anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 thoughts by the time they wake up in the morning and the time they go to bed at night. Research has shown that 65% of those thoughts, which is a lot, are in natural chaos, kind of like a pinball machine, like the ball coming down through a pinball machine, bing, 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 you know, it's just going all over the place. Even driving to work, how many thoughts did you have that have nothing to do with work? Did I, did I, turn, uh, did I turn the heat down? Did I lock the door? Little thoughts that just pop into your brain. And, and, and some are minutia and, and some may be larger. Chaos thinking is natural not to the peak performance achiever. They still may have some chaos thinking, but they've reduced that. How does that happen? You have to focus on the big things quite a bit. Don't get me wrong. You need to be fastidious, paying attention to detail. That separates good from great and takes great all into Hall of Fame status. But you got to focus every day on the big rocks, the macro items that really move the needle as today is one three sixty fifth in reaching your annual goal. So today is about how to focus your thoughts and, and uh, understanding and thinking about what you think about. So to give you an example, an analogy of macro thinking, I have a big jar. You can see through it. It's a glass jar. It represents your life. And I have some big stones and they're probably all not going to fit into that jar. We're going to take one and put it in there. It represents your significant other relationship. That's a big rock or a macro item, and we put it in the jar. And now if you're a mom or a dad, you're a parent, and seeing your kid become a world-class decision maker, seeing them be the best that they can be, that's a big rock. And I'm going to put that in that jar. My wellness Everybody's making resolutions right now. Of course, Zoniacs, we're done with that. 
We did that last year preparing for this year. But there are a lot of people making resolutions. I'm going to stop swearing. Is that a big rock? Probably not. I'm going to be a better communicator. Maybe that's the big rock. So I put these big rocks that represent big things, macro items in my life. Seth, I can't get another big rock in that jar of my life. Is it full? No. The answer is no. It's full of big rocks, but it's not full. So I take a bucket of gravel, smaller stones. They're definitely not big rocks, but they're still significant. And as I pour them into the jar of my life, your life, um, they go down through the cracks and crannies of the big rocks and from the bottom all the way up to the top, they fill up. I can't get another small rock. Now, these are smaller items. They're not big rocks, but they're still significant. But I can't get another one in there. Is it full? And the answer is no. I take a bucket of sand, and each grain of sand is something. Maybe it's important for the second, for the minute, uh, but for the entire year or, or my entire life, probably not that big of a deal. But I pour those grains of sand that represent items that I would like to achieve, little, little tiny tasks that will lead to the gravel that take me to those big rocks. And that sand fills from the bottom all the way up through the cracks and crannies of the small rocks and the big rocks. I can't get one more grain of sand into the jar. Is it full? No. No, I take a bucket of water. And through the grains of the sand, as I pour the water in drop by drop, it goes from the bottom all the way up to the top. That water represents each drop, represents very minutious small things. Could be a big deal now, but in the scope of the year or my life, it's not that big of a deal. But I can't get another drop of water in there. Is it full? And I guess it is full unless we're going to split the atom. So that's, <laughs> you know, that's for another show. We'll call it for right now. What's the point of this analogy? What is the point? The point is, if you don't put the big rocks in first, I guess the point is you can get a lot of crap in your life. I guess that's the one of the points. You can get a lot of stuff packed in your life. But if you don't put the big rocks in first, Seth, there's no room for the big rocks. So as we're embarking on this great year and we're off to a great start in 2019, focus on the big rocks and keep that focus the entire year. You know, Jim, I, I can only speak for my own life because I've only lived one, but I can't think of a single time where I got in reactionary mode where I was only reacting to the, what life was throwing at me, where the big rocks went in first by themselves. Like you, you really got to prioritize this thing. Otherwise, all of a sudden, it's just you are just drowning in sand. The more you think about the big rocks in your life, which are big stepping stones of being your genuine, authentic best self, the more you keep that in your mind, you'll make better decisions. You'll say no more. You'll say no. And, and no may be the new yes for you this year. Saying no. Know that... Uh, will prevent you from going down a dead-end street with some deal that's probably not going to happen. Sounds good. It's a shiny dime. Your gut tells you not to do it, but boy, that shiny dime's blinded you, and you go down there anyway. 
where all the sand and the gravel and it's you're hoping maybe that's the big rock answer but your gut says it's not how many times have we wasted all that energy all that passion only to be disappointed because we didn't listen to our gut and what is our gut what is that what is that inner voice where'd that come from that's intuition it's from the subconscious mind, the storehouse of infinite knowledge and wisdom that we all possess. We can tap into this universal storehouse of information. And intuition's real-time information that our conscious mind doesn't possess. Listen to it. It's accurate. And stay focused on the big rocks. Now, here it is, 1st of January, and Zoniac's Come on, we got blinders on. We're hitting the ground running. Now it's a matter of this next performance, this next meeting. Every meeting, get into a zone state. What does that mean? Plan it. Don't wing it because you have 20 years of experience and you know you can wing it because you've been winging meetings all your life. You're an expert. But the meeting is not just for you. It's for the participants of the meeting. And it's what they do when the meeting's over. So do B to A principle. When the meeting's over, what do you want everybody to think? And more importantly, what do you want everybody to do? Are you disciplined for the meeting? Do you have an agenda? Are you focused where there's no place you'd rather be? Are you optimistic that however long this meeting is, it's going to move the needle of the big rocks of your company, your department? your division. Otherwise, why are you having a meeting? Are you confident that this meeting will get the job done? Are you relaxed or are you a little contentious going in? You got a little chip on your shoulder or do you have a landmine that's about ready to be near the surface so that anybody in the meeting steps on it and it's going to take you off your game? You ready for that? Are you ready to be cool if you don't get answers you want? You ready to be calm if there's a crisis? And are you ready to enjoy the meeting where five people make up one plus one plus one plus one plus one, equaling a lot more than five? Does the meeting equal 20 to how many people are in the meeting? I hope so. Or what's the point? Be in the zone for every performance. If you're an athlete, of course you want to be in the zone when the money's on the table in a tennis match, or you have an eight-foot putt to win the tournament, of course you want to be in a purposeful, calm state like that. Of course you want to be in the zone when that drive with minutes to go on your own 20, and you're in the red zone of the opposition, and you're going in for a score, of course you want to be in the zone during that time. But are you in the zone when you're lifting weights? Are you in the zone when you're working out? Are you in the zone when you're eating, putting awesome Ferrari fuel into the Ferrari of you? Being in the zone is an everyday deal. And you can live in, on, or near the zone. And if you get knocked out of the zone, it's like a rubber band breaking. Pull out another rubber band and stretch it out as long as possible. And that's just over and over again. So today, the first week of January, 
2019, Zoniacs put on the blinders one performance at a time. And the average person has somewhere between 30 to 40 performances a week if you have a primary arena, as in a job or a sport. 30 to 40 a week. And for business people, that could just be an important phone call. You want to be in the zone. Why? I want to listen to tonality change, voice inflection change, because everybody I talk to has a score level. I need to be present so I can read it. And 80% of what's said is nonverbal. I need to be in that zone state. And with being in the zone, which takes a lot of energy, physical, mental, even spiritual energy, emotional energy, have I carved rest periods? Have I placed them between the notes of my business? Am I taking an afternoon off next Wednesday? Well, why would I do that? Uh, I'm going fishing. Why? Uh, I need to replenish my energy. I need to clear my mind in a fishing reboot. Aren't you wasting time? Can you be working? You could be working, but how many of us are chopping down a tree with a dull axe over and over again? The greatest quote that I've ever heard I, I like to say it's mine. It's not. I got to give kudos and shout outs to Abe Lincoln. Thank you for the incredible quote a couple hundred years ago or however many. Honest Abe, if I had four hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend two hours sharpening my axe. So our, as we embark with an axe that's sharp because we have a blueprint, as we embark on 2019, ready to cut into whatever it is, that vision where we're going to chop down that tree to be uh, the best we can be, put in a day off, put in a vacation, put in rest times. Are you that ready to have an amazing 2019? You know, Jim, I'm going to point out one thing I didn't hear on the Jim Fannin Show in 2018. Alex Cora came on not long after being one of the, the only rookie coaches ever to win the World Series. And when he was talking about the team season, I never heard him say, well, I knew if we were going to win the World Series, I'd better run them to death and make sure that there was never any open space or any rest days or any days off for any of these guys. The only way we're going to win is if I had my team, you know, completely maxed out for five consecutive months and then we would win the championship. It was not that at all. He talked a lot about pacing a lot. Yeah, especially in something so formidable schedule uh, as in baseball. Uh, I talk about that individually with players all the time. And I've had that discussion with Alex Cora. You know, you need emotional endurance. And um, uh, in order to have that endurance, you got to take some small breaks to uh, replenish your energy. We're expending a lot of energy being in the zone. In fact, when you're locked in, more mental and physical energy is expended then than ever before. That's why we need to have these breaks, uh, B-R-E-A-K-S. We need to have these breaks in time where we can do nothing, replenish, go fishing, meditate. And these breaks can be 30 to 90 seconds, uh, or they can be uh, one or two or even three weeks. I know one of my major clients um, has a three-month sabbatical that he's taking uh, this summer. 
and for the sole purpose of completely cleansing his mind to figure out what his next steps are and to replenish all that energy. Uh, most of us can't afford to have the sabbaticals. I mean, I, I get that. I mean, that, that's a what a great benefit that some major companies provide for their C-suite executives, uh, sabbatical. Uh, but I think it's important uh, to have the, these times. So check on your self-discipline. Can you have too much of it? Yeah, now you're anal. You can have way too much self-discipline. You, you can try to be perfect and your desk is clean and you've thought about it and you've written everything down. You can have too much of that. There's no question. Can you have too much concentration? Uh, yeah. Furrowed brow, locked in. Locked in to the point that I'm not aware of what's going on around me. And um, you can have too much of that focus. And it can uh, definitely alienate other arenas in our lives. I've seen that where people put all their happy eggs in one one arena. Yeah, I'm a great banker. I'm the best. My bank's the best. Yeah, how's your marriage going? How's that going for you? And how's your relationship with your children? How's that 13-year-old that's struggling with grades and drugs? How's that working out for you? That's somebody that's put their happy eggs in one basket. And then that's not a wise investment of your energy and of your time and of your effort. Can you have it all? Can I have all the arenas in my life clicking on all cylinders? Yes, but it's never ending. You're constantly tweaking, balancing, changing from this is a primary arena, uh, and all of a sudden, no, this one is now my primary arena. You need to know how to shift gears. So it's a great time to be alive. Yeah, there's turmoil. Yeah, there's uh, political unrest globally. There's all kinds of things and financial uncertainty globally. This is not limited to one country. It's everywhere. But you know what? It's always been like that. I've been on earth quite a long time. Some things uh, stay the same. What stays the same? Chaos, conflict, indecisiveness, disappointment. But the key is, what can you control? At the top of the show, I said, the average person has two or 3,000 thoughts a day. If you have a blueprint and you visualize that blueprint, never having a day you haven't already dress rehearsed, never having a meeting you haven't already previewed in your own mind, once you do that, you can reduce your conscious thoughts by 30 40% and now operate on the highest level possible with intuition. That's the supreme zoniac. That's the peak performer. And that's a person that is more than a baseball player, more than a businesswoman or businessman. Now, that's a person uh, that's their genuine, authentic, best self. Take this information today, incorporate it into your life, and then ask yourself, as I embark full speed on knocking down these big rocks for 2019, in every arena of my life, there's big rocks. What's a big rock in marriage? I'm going to listen more. I'm not going to react to negative news from my spouse. I'm not going to yell when quiet and calm can just as easily replace being out of control with frustration and anger. That could be a big rock. I'm going to manage my 
attitude. I'm going to help my significant other reach his or her visions and goals. I'm going to help this relationship where one plus one equals three or more, or what's the point? What are the big rocks in your parenting? Are you truly helping each and every one of your kids become world-class decision makers? They're only as good as what they think when you're not there. What does that mean? You need to let them fail a little bit, hopefully not on things that hurt them and are harmful, but make a decision, and then you got to own the consequence. I love you. I just don't like what you did right now. And I'm not your friend. I'm your dad. I'm your dad. We'll be friends later. I'm your dad. And the answer is, you got to own it, son. You got to own it, daughter. It is what it is. That's your decision. Help them become world-class decision makers. How about your own personal finance? It's hard to imagine that people don't manage their money personally well. Some spend more than their means. Some are too frugal, frugal, and they miss out on some opportunity investments. Manage your money. And if you're not sure how to do it, retain a wealth manager or a financial advisor. Get some assistance. But if you want to think about money, if you want money, you got to think about money. If you want to make money, you got to think about money. And, and think about investing for you, for your significant other, for your family. It's not about how much money you make. It's how, how much money you put in your pocket and keep. And if you're a small business owner, are you paying yourself first? I know most of you don't do that. I've been a small business owner. You pay everybody else and you pay yourself last. What's up with that? That's not acceptable. So... Look at each of these arenas in your life. How about your friends? Ah, they'll be fine. I'm too busy doing my thing. Really? What are your friends' dreams? What are their goals? And does one plus one equal three? You and your friend together equal more than apart? Well, if it doesn't equal three, what's the point? To me, that's an acquaintance. It's not a friend. A friend's going to love me for all my flaws and all my uh, warts and uh, uh, whatever I have. And they're going to tell me the truth. I want a friend that's going to look me in the eye and go, you know, you got your head up your ass, Jim. Oh, okay. I don't like it. I don't like when they say it, but I love you for it. Now, that doesn't mean it's real. It just means it's what you think from your perspective. And we need that. It works both ways. I need to tell my friends also what I see. I don't need to hide it. That's a friend. And because of that, we may find we don't have that many friends. There's not many people you can do that with. So go through each arena. There's big rocks in each of them. And, and, and if you want to make the, the changes of um, not swearing so that you can communicate better without cussing, that's a task that will lead to a big rock of better communication. Because that uh, swearing and yelling and yelling and telling – that turns a lot of ears off. It doesn't turn a lot of ears on. You want to be heard. Sometimes silence uh, is louder than words. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the stories that really stuck with me from this last year, Jim, was a friend of mine who was uh, leading a team in a very high-stress situation in Afghanistan in the military. And somebody got so angry at him that they, they one of the... Uh, 
you know, soldiers he managed threw a shovel at my friend's head. That'd be a time to explode normally. Right. Uh, I, I, to be honest, if I threw a shovel at you, I would, I would expect that you would yell at me. And my friend just very calmly said, so how would you handle it? If somebody threw a shovel at you guy changed forever, the rest of the time, no issues. And all it was, was a different kind of communication that you just laid out right there. Yeah, and, and I, I do know, and research proves that if you lower your voice and you add silence between the words, listening and retention of what's said increases 30 to 40%. Now, what if we could incorporate that, all of us, and put that into our toolbox that we could be a palm tree in a hurricane so that when someone does throw a shovel, I'm not going to react and give it back to you the way I received it. That's a knee-jerk reaction. You hit me in the face, I'm going to hit you back, and and after I've smacked you, go, well, why'd you hit me? But I've already reacted. And that might be something that you need to change in your life. And, and it may be uh, 30 days to 60 days before you can do that. But you've got to see that change. I helped a person in 2018 stop swearing, stop using the F-bomb with clients. Oh. <laughs> with clients. And, and it would tell oh. jokes. And, 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 but, but he fessed up. I need to fix that. Can you help me fix that? And you know what? He did. Major achievement for him. And there's money back in his pocket. I'm sure that there's money back in his pocket. And he feels better about it. Uh, took him a long time to get to that point, And it's, it took him actually less time because it was prevalent on his mind. So let's go back to the top of the show. What are the big rocks in each of your life arenas, especially that primary arena that you spend an inordinate amount of time, energy, and effort. And then what are the goals that once they're achieved, um, do they lead to that big vision and are there tasks? Now, you've already done that if you're a Zoniac and you follow the show. You did that at the end of last year. You've already prepared your blueprint. If you have not, go get my blueprint book because it maps it out in absolute detail. It really does. The blueprint. Just go to jimfannon.com, get the book, but more importantly, use the book. But now that you have your plan in place, focus on the big rocks. Every Sunday night, Zoniacs, every Sunday night, never have a week you haven't already had. Sequester yourself alone. Clear your mind. Unhinge your jaw. Get your breathing down to six to eight breaths. Long inhale. Long exhale. Be present. And then visualize seven days from this moment. Next Sunday night. Laughing, smiling, celebrating the greatest week you've ever had. 152nd of an amazing year. Visualize in big rock fashion. All those things being done. And what have you done on Saturday? And what have you done on Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, tomorrow, Monday? What big rocks did you accomplish? 
And that illuminates a pathway for the greatest week ever. And then you walk on it as if it's so, chipping away at those big rocks. And then tonight, after you've listened to this show, and if it's the last thing you're listening to, great. As you prepare for bed, visualize tomorrow the greatest day you've ever had. But see it in big rock macro fashion. You know, don't see taking out the garbage or getting my hair cut or Seth going to trim your beard. I know that's things you want to do maybe, but that's minutia. That's sand. That's water. See the big rock for tomorrow. See it completed. See it as if it's so. See it as it will be. And that tomorrow, Monday, fits like a nesting doll simply inside my seven-day weekly vision. And the week fits snug with the other three weeks that make up January. And January, whatever I want to accomplish on a macro big rock, that fits very snug like a nesting doll into Q1. When this 90 days is over, 90 days in Q1 of 2019, add them up, 90 days, having the best quarter you've ever had in your life, it all really matters about the details of the meetings you had on January 1, January 2, January 3, January 4, the day, the week, the month to have your greatest quarter. And once those quarters, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, they're all stacked up. Now you've had the greatest year ever, and you've manifest that vision you had last New Year's Eve, the greatest year ever. You break it down. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, being in the moment. And don't forget, plug in some relaxation time, plug in some enjoyment time, and add some rewards for yourself. When I do this, I'm going to do that. And when I accomplish this, I'm taking two days off. What are you doing? I'm going to be a bum. I'm not going to shave, and I'll do whatever I want to do. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I may wake up and go to Hawaii. And if you can afford it and you think a two-day Hawaii trip's uh, viable for you, go do it. Uh, Probably need a little more time than that. But in any event, I'm excited about 2019. This show today is about let's go. Let's get started. Let's get fired up. Let's attract the zone and put this purposeful calm feeling on like an overcoat. So we've got our blueprint, and here we are. What do you need? Do you need more discipline? Do you need more concentration? You're at the Zone Cafe. Order it right now. The awareness of it fixes it. Do you need more optimism about tomorrow, about the next meeting you have? Do you need more relaxation? What's causing your R level to be low? Are you overthinking something? Are you thinking too much about the past? Are you carrying around with you? Has it become a pebble in your shoe? Check out that book that I wrote, The Pebble in the Shoe. A lot of you need to listen. Some of us carry pebbles in our shoe over a long time in every pair that you wear, your business shoes, your family shoes, your athletic shoes, the pebble in your shoe, that little thing that just keeps coming back over and over again that hobbles even an Olympian, even an Olympian, something so small, but it keeps nagging. Let's get rid of the pebbles in our shoe. 
Let's keep our sights looking forward one step at a time, one meeting at a time, one day at a time, one week, one month, one quarter at a time. And slow it down, everybody. Slow it down. It's the best time of your life. Breathe, be aware, and when you visualize, only see what you want. I'm Jim Fannin. I coach champions, and I'm honored to be coaching you. Be in the zone. It's the only place to be. Next week, we'll uh, go back to our regular format and uh, who's in the zone, uh, who's hot, who's not, uh, some feel-good stories, and this is the most positive podcast. Let's go, everybody. Be in the zone. It's the only place to be. Need more help getting to the zone or want to check out some of Jim's books? Follow Jim on Twitter at Jim Fannin or visit jimfannin.com for more incredible tips to help you become your best, most authentic self. This has been the Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. This is the Crush Report with Jeff Groeschel. If you look at top performers across the board, there's one key attribute that sets them apart, a trait they won't compromise, and it's a quality we see among virtually all top performers, consistency. If you look at the athletes who stand the test of time, they're not always the best performers on any given day, but they consistently operate at a level that makes them invaluable. We often say if you can find a top athlete who can operate at 80% for the majority of the time, they're worth their weight in gold, and it's true. And not just in sport. No matter your profession, early development of consistency is critical for reaching one's potential. In sport, we get so caught up in getting skilled or strong or fast, we pay little or no attention to consistency, and it's not hard to do. The body operates on a 24-hour cycle, and that's exactly how we go about initiating the habits of consistency in our athletes. From a.m. to p.m., a regular wake-up time, regular meals, a consistent training and practice schedule with regular nap times, a consistent work and study schedule, and a regular sleep time. Then, we do it all again. This approach is incredibly powerful. It simplifies the life of the athlete, decreasing distraction, but most importantly, when things aren't going right, there's an accurate reference point which we can use to make adjustments. The key to being brilliant? A determined commitment to be consistent. I'm Jeff Grishel. Crush Performance, your weekly source for sport performance and athletic development information. If you're a serious athlete, a weekend warrior, parent, or coach, join us each week as we investigate the latest trends and research coming out of the sport performance world. We'll visit with top athletes, coaches, and sports scientists to keep you on the cutting edge and to find out what it truly takes to achieve human maximum performance. You can visit us online at crushperformance.com and Crush Performance Radio with me, Jeff Kershell, can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and at Radio Influence.